Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and sometimes I am still amazed and blown away by the fact that I get paid for my skill set, for things I know, for even partnering up with people who have knowledge. And I, I read Jim Cockrum's book, Silent Sales Machine, back in, you know, I think 2003 or four, and I saw that business model that he calls the E-piece, becoming an expert in your niche writing a book, creating a course, having a mastermind group, accountability groups, all of that can fit under that business model. And I thought, wow, how cool would it be to actually get paid from something that I know, some experience that I, that I have? And I had no idea what that would be for me, how that was ever going to happen, but it did. And now I get paid for the membership groups that I run, for coaching stuff that I do once in a while, for live events, for books, for courses, just multiple streams of income under that one model of becoming an expert in my niche. And guys, I'm, I'm by no means the expert of all experts in anything that I teach. You just have to know more than the people that you're teaching. You can just be a little bit ahead. So in today's episode, I am chatting with Jenny Hunt. This is actually a recording from a webinar we did last night called Three Ways to Make Money from What You Know. And your skills, your interests, your passions, your, in, your experience all could be something that is income for you. And we show you how to do it in this webinar. I hope this will give you some just uh, encouragement, some confidence that yes, you can do this because you can, and we want to help you. We have a free workbook we'd love to, for you to get. Just go to buildyourincomestreams.com. You get a free workbook. We also put together a course. It's just 27 bucks. We made it so crazy low that there's no excuse. If, if you want this information, anybody's going to be able to afford it. We want to help you turn something you have inside of you, some interests, some skill, some experience into income. I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Here it is. Three ways yeah. to make money from what you know. You wrote a book called 29 ways to repurpose what you know into income. So there's a whole lot more than 29, a whole lot more than three, but these are like three overarching things that your 29 kind of fit into. And it's really, mm -hmm. really cool. As we do this more and more guys, and I know some of you have been around a long time and seen us and been on webinars like Supra, for example, um, Cassie Lowry, for sure. Melissa, mm -hmm. yes. Frenicia, yes. I recognize all your names. Susan Whitehead, yes. Um, you guys have seen us present this, some of the same stuff many times. We, as you, as you go along in the information world, and just any of you that have ever taught or you've ever do homeschool, you probably learn what resonates best with your audience, with your students, and you get better and better and better at presenting things and presenting concepts. And I think um, Jenny's come up with a really good way to explain this and a concise way that seems to everybody seems to understand um, this content. And mm -hmm. so this is maybe a new way that, that you haven't heard us present it before. Some of you have probably, but we're going to show you three different ways. And these are just overarching ways that you take what you know, your experience, your interest, your passion, your skill set, things you've gone through, any of that into money because people, that is super valuable experience. And all of you have experiences. And it's usually something, a lot of times, it's something that you just gloss over because you don't think it's that special because it's so 
natural to you. That mm-hmm. skill set that you have, that unique experience you have, the things that you're good at, not everybody is good at. And you, you, you might not even think it's something special, but it really is. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there that will pay you for that, that knowledge. And we're going to show you tonight how to get started with that, how to move toward that direction and some ways to be thinking about what you know and how you could present that in a way that people will pay you for. And there's different business models around it. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that I, you kind of touched on this, but that I love about this, these three categories basically is uh-huh. that no matter what the technology is that comes out, no matter how things change, really everything can fit somewhere into these three. So it's kind of oh, like totally. this umbrella that mm-hmm. um, that gives you a different perspective. So you're not caught up in the, oh, I don't know how to do a podcast or I don't know how to do a course or you know, instead you can look at these categories. And so hopefully this will open up eyes for you guys. If you um, are having some hurdles where you're struggling to really understand how this could apply to you, hopefully Mm -hmm. this will um, really just, just give you a new kind of shine a new light on the whole topic. Yeah. So if you guys have been through this before, especially you've heard us say many of these things, even if you haven't just maybe take some notes, start thinking through just jotting down some things that come to mind as we talk through one of these niches that we've mentioned before and think, what is that for you? What is that niche for you that people come to you for advice for Mm -hmm. that um, you've never really thought about it being an income stream, or maybe you have, but you've never really been able to connect the dots. You're not sure how you take that skill or that knowledge or that experience and turn it into income. Hopefully some light bulbs will go off tonight. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. That's the best part. (laughs) So what do you already know? So these are just just three broad examples of things that people do. I, I, I literally was on a call today with somebody who's in the health and fitness niche who worked at the YMCA before and loves, and he's an older gentleman. And he thought, I might have an opportunity to teach guys who are older how to mm-hmm. stay in shape. I'm not like this super buff guy with huge muscles that people can't relate to. He says, I'm a normal guy. And he says, I think I have an advantage in that because- most people don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they, they'd rather look like me. He said, he said, I'm, I'm fairly good in, in, in shape. And I know how to, I know how to present it to people who are older, not so into fitness all their life and get them to work out and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I said, you absolutely have something. So, mm-hmm. um, it could be health and fitness. It could be education. If you are, if you have a homeschool mm-hmm. group or you are a teacher, I mean, literally anything that you do that, you know, could turn into income, fishing, cooking. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. I mean, we could just start naming off niches of things that in, in one of the groups we've had, um, actually in this group that we're going live in, uh, we used to post a whole bunch of Facebook groups with weird, crazy topics, uh, <laughs> Instapot groups. Um, oh gosh. I, oh, I don't even remember. There was like aquarium, aquarium groups. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Scuba just- diving and just history. There's so much, um, wherever people are, whatever people are gathering around. So it doesn't have, even have to be like a huge thing, right? right? It can be just something small. Like there's actually groups on Facebook for, um, military history time periods, you know, or yeah. reenactment um, mm-hmm. for historical time periods. And they're huge groups and they're not things that you would necessarily think of in terms of being able to monetize. RJ um, says he remembers th- the ant group. 
the ant group. I don't remember that one. <laughs> we'll have to go back and pull those back up into the group. Because there were some really crazy ones. They are crazy. And you might go, oh, I know what that is. I know how to do that. And that might be, you know, something to, to poke into. But you know what, Ryan, one of the things that we did was this was um, for the webinar. I think it was titled or at least the way we had presented it was it's not just about what you know, but what you are interested in mm -hmm. and you know what you have skill sets in or experience and actually your interests and your skill set, um, passion, experiences, those all contribute to what you know. So I guess mm -hmm. covering what do you already know is kind of a larger, just a larger way to look at it. But think about mm -hmm. things that you've already done. We'll get into that more. Yeah. All right. So what do you love doing? And you know, if I met you at a party and said, what are, what are you into? What are those things that come right off the tip of your tongue? Um, if you need a little bit of help, just look at where you're already hanging out. Look at one easy way is to go into your Facebook groups that you're currently a part of, maybe some that you aren't involved in very much. Obviously you got into that group for a reason. Is there a topic there that like, oh yeah, I'm interested in that. And there's groups about this topic just it's kind of, this is an opportunity to throw everything on the wall and see kind of what sticks, what just mm -hmm. seems to be highlighted. What, um, where do you feel like there's most opportunities? So just start making a list of everything you're interested in, all the experiences that you have. Like if you overcame an addiction, I talked to somebody, um, last week that, um, had, was, in a very abusive relationship with somebody with uh, alcohol and she wants to do something with spouses of people that go through mm. that. Not the, not the, it wasn't her that had the alcohol problem. It mm -hmm. was a former spouse. Mm -hmm. And so she feels like there's an opportunity to reach out to people in that niche that, you know, that have been married to or children of alcoholics. And so what are some of those just, you've overcome something, you've had a challenge in your life. You've lost a bunch of weight you got healthy, you um, had a horrible diagnosis and maybe through health and nutrition, you, you, you know, and the Lord's help you that just that situation turned around. Mm -hmm. What do people ask you about all the time? What do you just, you could talk about all day long as this slide here says, what are people uh, email you questions for? What do you just enjoy doing that, mm -hmm. that it doesn't even feel like work? It's just fun when you have time off. You that's the thing you want to do. That's the thing you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be all of these things. It's just what are some of those yeah. things that come to mind? Make a big long list of them because there's probably something in there that, that could be the thing, and it could be multiple things. You could have all the like look at Jenny what she's done in the past and how her business has pivoted. Mine too it looks completely different. Like you were in the niche where you were teaching people how to make money in the quarter four with your your, uh, your Q4, your guides, mm -hmm. what was the toy guides? The holiday toy guide. Um, and you don't do that anymore. Now you, you do a lot right. of KDP stuff and mm -hmm. you, you help Nick with the printables, um, class. And there could be a lot of different things that you're interested in. Start somewhere though, and, and go after it. What's that low hanging fruit? What do you have access to? What are some of your assets? What knowledge skill set do you have? Mm -hmm. What do you currently do? And maybe you have a regular job. What's that skill that you're employing in that regular job? Could there be something off out, outside of that, that you do online? What education do you have? Your connections. This could be a really mm -hmm. big one because think about this. Maybe, you know, somebody who has just like, is the expert in their niche that, that the, for somebody that, you know, that's super, super knowledgeable in a certain niche 
maybe already has an audience, but not is doing, not doing anything with it. Well, you could just be that connector for them. You could take that person and Mm -hmm. partner with them and create a group, create a membership group, create a course with them because some people don't have the know-how, don't have the time, the energy to put into creating content. Well, maybe just because of what you've learned, you know how to do all that. You know how to start a membership group, but this other person doesn't, they're the expert. You can totally partner with them and bring the technical know-how and make serious income and not even be the expert on any of it. You're just the expert in how to run the group, mm-hmm. how to you know hire a VA to make the back end happen. Um, you can just be that, you know, that that aggregator of information, curator of information. Um, and partner with somebody else. And you could even, and not, maybe not even partnering with one person, but I know somebody that is in a particular niche and they're just learning about it. It's something that they're mm-hmm. very passionate and interested in learning more about. And they're considering having, starting a podcast, interviewing people who are in that space. So it's an yeah. opportunity for them to learn. They don't know, you know, have the expertise or anything a lot yet. Um, they're inviting people who, do know about this topic and they're just interviewing people and getting content that way and multiple people. So it's not partnering with one person. It's kind of bringing in, you know, multiple people to, to build, build an audience and to build out your content and build relationships too in that market as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing, I don't know if you said this or not, I might've missed it, but um, honestly looking at like your, your, the Facebook groups you're already in, not just Mm -hmm. Facebook groups that are there, but where are you already involved? You might not realize um, that those are great answers for you to, an- you know, how to answer these questions of what, what in the world do I know? Because you haven't thought of it that way. Well, if you put, you know, change the lens you're looking through and now look at the Facebook groups that you're in with this filter through this filter of, you know, what does this tell me? Is there any opportunity here? Is there something here that I want to dig deeper into? That I really enjoy your Facebook groups can be a real big clue to where you like to hang out, the people you like to hang out with. And that might be, there might be some great opportunities there as well. And ask somebody else. If you're just not sure, yes. sometimes it's so much easier to have somebody else. I was looking for a quote. I was reading a book called the power of who over the weekend. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I, I put down a, 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 con- or a highlight from the book, but I just remember him talking about, you know, if, if you need help figuring out where you're called, what your skills set it, what you're good at, just ask somebody else. Cause it's, Many times it's so much easier for somebody on the outside to mm-hmm. see something about That's your so life true. that you don't even see. It just, again, that, that skill could come so naturally to you that you just think everybody is good at that. Why in the world would somebody pay me for that? That's just so easy. I do that all the time without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's your, that's your thing. That might very well be your thing. So ask somebody, ask a spouse, ask a friend, what do you, what do you feel like I'm good at? And just see what they say and see if it, um, resonates with you, see if it lines up with something that you already thought of, or maybe you hadn't thought of it because you just didn't see it. It's right there in front of you. Yep. Yep. So now we're going to talk about how do you make money from those things, right? (laughs) What in the world does that look like? And can you make money? Um, What was the movie this is from? Jerry Maguire. Thank you. Yep. Show me the money. Okay. I know that (laughs) I mean, ultimately we know, um, you know, if we can, if we can find that sweet spot of what we enjoy doing and, you know, being able to make money from it and all, you know, the other things, 
um, that are important to us, if that, you know, where all of those collide, then that's just amazing. And I think that really you can. And, and of course, there's probably going to be some things you might not enjoy so much as you're starting out. You might um, learn what you want to outsource, um, mm-hmm. you know, the hard way. You might learn that. Like, that's how I tend to learn is the hard way. And so, um, you know, even so, we do this. We're, we're serving to um, create win-wins, right? And um, so we want to know how do we how do we actually make money with what I'm interested in. So we're going to use fishing as an example. I'm not really a fisherman. My dad is an avid fisherman, so I sort of know the lingo, but he's not on here to help me. And I don't know, Ryan. Do you fish? No. Why? Why do we always pick something that we know nothing about? <laughs> I don't know. We should have. I don't know what we should have. <laughs> what would be a better alternative? We gotta, we think that one through maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But it's kind of fun to. I, I don't know. People tease us. So maybe there's a, we want to interact actually. So maybe there's a fisherman in, you know, watching you guys might have some input here. So we're looking at these three categories, right? That these three ways that you can make money um, around what, you know, what you're interested in all that. And the first one is looking at like this, do it yourself kind of a thing. You're going to have three different kinds of audiences. And one of them are going to be the people who tend to want to learn by doing it themselves. At least they start there. That's usually where I'm at. I fall into that. Um, I've learned a little bit to go into number three, um, but I tend to naturally want to figure it out on my own. I learn better that way. And so I will get the book and I will probably usually go kind of have a history of going like kicking and screaming before I ask for help. I'm not the one who wants to ask for directions. I like to figure it out on my own. And so this do-it-yourself, you have an audience. There are people out there who are like that. I'm not the only one. Raise your hand if you're um, in that boat with me, but I know I'm not the only one. Um, Fishing for niches. (laughs) Haha, that's awesome, Tony. Um, So this do-it-yourself is really you're giving tools to people so that they can do it, whatever it is. In this case, it's fishing, something about fishing. It could be fly fishing. It could be um, deep, deep sea fishing. It could be about fly. You could get niched down about tying flies. Um, you know, you could go. That's about as far as I could go. But you could go into a niche. Women who are fly fishermen. Um, you know, whatever. What maybe it's families or kids teaching your kids. You can kind of niche down a little bit even deeper into just this larger fishing niche. But if that's your area, what is it? What are some tools that um, you can give people? for them to be able to do it themselves. And a lot of times this looks like a book, okay? Um, it, it's, it could be a workbook or just kind of an overview uh, of, of what it is you're trying to teach or what you're trying to get across, what you want to explain. If it's something where um, maybe you hated fishing and something happened and you finally, something really clicked with you and now you're like catching fish left and right and you have like this big skill that, you know, th- not skill, but this... Um, way of doing things that you want to share, you know, that put it in a book. Okay. Or do a workshop, um, something that is hands-off it's recorded for you that you're providing for other people. They read it and then they kind of, they can go, you know, their way. It's a do it yourself type of a model. You have part of your audience is going to be fall into this do it yourself space. Okay. Um, just put your niche in there and be thinking about what are some yeah. DIY examples. And we'll give examples on the next slide about what that might look like for, yep. for fishing or anything, but this could be about it really about any niche. Absolutely. So um, again, with fishing, so we, we should come up with some other niches. Maybe we can, if we have time at the end, but um, 
you know, tools that maybe there, maybe you have a, a toolkit or something like that, that you want to, you know, people can take that and they can go build their own um, tackle box or whatever, uh, some sort of kit, a training manual. Like I was saying, if you've overcome, you've learned how to do something, uh, maybe you cast a little different, I don't know. Um, you have some tricks up your sleeve that you want to share that's helped you be successful. Maybe it's with cooking and that, you know, cooking your, what you catch, um, a workbook, like I said, worksheets, um, any kind of video checklist. These are things that you give to your audience that they take and do on their own. So it's a do-it-yourself bucket is really what I would say. So um, you give a version of your. Yeah, image. very good. Okay, that's awesome. A million pieces. You got to put it all together. Yes, I just saw the meme of a the IKEA Christmas tree. Yes, <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'd recommend that, but IKEA has been very successful. And in, in here's yeah. a do-it-yourself kind of a thing. Um, so you give what's needed for your people to be able to go and fish or to be able to do whatever it is you're teaching them to do it by themselves. Um, mm -hmm. Now, a lot of times what will happen is people will realize how hard it is or um, that they need help. And so they will want more. Okay. And that's really actually part of the strategy is for the do-it-yourselfers. You want to be able to draw people in so that you can have more um, engagement with them. You want to build community with them. But a lot of times this particular group of people, they don't necessarily start there. So you are giving them a lot of times we call this a lead magnet. That's kind of a, a term that we use. And it's something that is giving them really a taste. You could tell them the whole, um, the whole way, like Ryan, you've had a couple of books out where you explain the whole process, but people still realize they want more. Okay. And that's a natural progression. Maybe like one or 2% won't, they'll just keep going there or they'll turn away and won't want to have anything to do with it. Most people will want more. They, we are created for community. So they're going to want to dip into community a little bit. And that's where the second bucket comes into play. And that's a done with you um, type of program or service offer. Okay. Where you're giving training to people to go along with tools, maybe that you've given them, you're giving them, um, you're, you're journeying with them. So maybe it's a webinar series, uh, something like what we're doing here, where we're involved in interacting with you guys. There's some engagement back and forth. It's not just here's, here's my book, go read it. You know, um, it's, it's more, there's opportunity to ask questions and interact that way. So that is another actually really large part of um, of your, your audience, what is your potential audience is the people that want somebody to just walk with them a little bit or to be available for them if they get stuck or, you know, have questions, anything along those lines. Cause you guys, you know, we've all read the books and, um, we, we have questions like, well, I wish I could talk to the author, you know, this is like the thing where they can actually have interaction with you. Mm -hmm. um, and so some suggestions of ideas of what that might look like for fishing with a done with you uh, type of an offer it could be webinar training, um, like what we're doing here, we're doing a webinar, it's actually very simple to do. And you can hire people to do the back end for you. So you can just show up um, pre recorded video training, you could do that as well and have it be inside of a Facebook group. And that can actually be free uh, all around an accountability group, even just asking people to, you know, inviting them to come in to be accountable to something related to your niche, any type of community, um, you know, dads that are fishermen that want to pass that on to their grandkids. There's a niche for you. You just build community around that. 
And we'll talk a little bit about how you can learn how to monetize those, that community and those relationships. Uh, mentorship, opportunity for a Q&A, like I'd mentioned after a webinar, or even just a hangout with me and, and, and pick my brain. And maybe you have some things that you're kind of kicking it off with, but mostly it's a hangout kind of a session. One of the things that I've been doing with my book, 29 Ways to Repurpose What You Know, is if you buy my book um, and send me the receipt, then you get to be invited to be a part of my book club, which every once in a while, eventually I'll get to once a month, but I haven't gotten there yet. Um, Every once in a while, about every quarter or so, I invite everyone who has opted in to be on that list to join me on a strategy call to talk about the book and how to apply it to your business. And so it could be the same kind of thing. You have a book and, you know, you're saying, hey, if you if if you've bought my book, send me the receipt, opt into this list and we'll, let's all get on a Zoom call and you can connect to those people even a little bit more. So whatever is it is where they have some engagement with you. Mm-hmm. So anything you want to add to that? Did you put coaching under this too, because you have mentorship there would like one-on-one coaching be in this level? Yeah, I, th- I, I think it would, it might have a little overlap between the next one and this one. Co- one-on-one coaching, even group coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah. Okay, so the third one, can you guess? It's a DFY, it's a done for you model. So you are doing it, whatever it is for your people. Now you might not be able to do all of it, okay? But you can do, uh, there's usually you'll be able to figure out there are some things that you can do some of. And when you're doing this piece, um, this is really full engagement. Um, you're, you're fully all the way in uh, and, and we'll get to this a little bit in a minute, but that's gonna be a higher end type of a service. Um, in fishing, what this could look like is, um, um, you know, doing, well, I don't even know. <laughs> These are just ideas that I threw out there and I don't know how they really well, they go to them to run a program. So like if you were doing fishing, it might mean, uh, take them on a, I, take them, I on, take a them on a fishing trip yeah. with, be there with them on the fishing trip. Um, it's one of the easier niches that I think we've talked about before that makes sense in all of these that everybody will understand is if you were a website expert, so a do it yourself website course where you teach here's, here's how you build a website. The, the second level where you're doing it with them, it might be a membership community where they're all in there together and that you're learning, you're teaching them on, you know, like some type of a, a getting a monthly recurring, like a membership model where you're, you're showing them how to build websites. And the third one is you just do it for them where, you know, $500 and I'll build your website for you. That's a done for you. That's um, some niches. You'd have to think a little bit more to think about what's the DIY, DWI and DFY with all of these. Fishing might be one of those where it's hard to figure out what exactly yeah. is it done for you, but yeah, like maybe going to them, um, having Taking a live a, event. Yeah. Yep. And, and, or maybe it's a live, a class for learning how to, um, or for done for you, you're, you, maybe you've taught them how to tie flies. You give them a mm-hmm. kit and then yeah, maybe you, you do a class together, but this is your actually create tying the flies and selling them to them. Another yep. example would be uh, meal prep. You know, maybe you're involved in a certain niche for uh, meals. It could be keto yep. or anything, right? And so you're done. You're uh, do it yourself as a cookbook, and maybe some meal planning worksheets or something along those lines. Next year, so maybe some printables. Um, and then the done with you could be a class. We're going to all meal plan together that provides accountability. So you actually get it done. It allows for brainstorming together. You can have a Facebook group where you're interacting and and building some community there. A done for you is I will 
I will create a meal plan and your shopping list and I will put the recipes and everything together and give it to you. That's another example of those three buckets where you're really hitting that full spectrum in your audience of how Mm -hmm. they like to learn and how they like to interact with, um, with the content, but it's the same content. It's the same content. That's the thing that, I mean, there might be a little bit, some tweaks here and there, and probably the meal prep is a better example, but, um, you know, if you're working together to create recipes and grocery lists, you're teaching people how to do that in a book or a workbook or something, and then you're actually doing that work for them. Um, there, there really isn't, it's all the same principles. It's not like you're creating new content to reach the different people. It's more how it's presented to them. And you don't have to think about where, what all of these are for your niche. Like if you're struggling, what does, what's my do it yourself, DYI, do yourself it, (laughs) the DYI there, we got a typo on our slides. Yeah. I, I was the proofreader. So it's my fault. Um, the, uh, so you don't have to think about what all those things are. Literally, you could, you could literally start anywhere. Most people start with a do it yourself with a lead magnet, an ebook, something like that. But it literally could be, you could have a website building service and you're doing that and you're loving it, but you're, you just get tapped out. Cause I can only build so many websites. How else can I monetize this content? You're a coach and a business coach or a life coach. And, I got 20 clients. Mm-hmm. I can't do anymore, but I know right. that there's other ways to make income from the same content. How do I do that? Well, then that you have to think one to, instead of one to one, one to many. Yep. So instead of going from the done for you, you might go backwards. So you mm-hmm. literally can jump in anywhere. So don't get overwhelmed thinking, gosh, I could do all three of these. No, you might end up doing all three of these. You might end up doing one, but just start somewhere. What's the lowest hanging fruit um, with your opportunity Again, one of the easiest places to start is the top, but you could start right from that end to end service. Um, mm-hmm. if that's, you know, what you're maybe you're already doing that. So, yeah. And you can get involved with your community at the beginning. We talked about looking at Facebook groups and your, your communities that you're already a part of and yep. learning, just listening to what people want. And exactly. maybe they want a checklist for packing up their RV for a year long trip. You know, maybe they want uh, um, everything that would go into a tackle box for going out some specific place to go fishing. Maybe they want a, um, a workbook that walks them through how to meal plan. And they've never really learned that as a skill, um, you know, listen to them, or maybe they want it done for them, whatever it is that you're seeing the need for, you can start there as well. So you kind of want the, that low hanging for what's the easiest place for you to start where it allows you to jump in fast. And then also where, um, where's the greatest need that you're seeing by being involved in the communities where your people hang out. So what this does here is it, um, I, I do want to emphasize too, Ryan brings up such a great point that you do not have to do all of this. So when you look at a blueprint for a house, you're seeing the whole house, but they don't like, boom, it's all up, right? It doesn't all happen at once. There's one step after the next step. And I'm not a contractor or an architect, anything along those lines. But um, I imagine in some ways, there's certain things you have to do first, second, and third, but sometimes it might not even matter. It won't matter if you're going to paint the kitchen before you're going to paint the living room, you know? So it really doesn't matter. I guess what I'm saying is where you start, but we're showing you here a full blueprint. This is like the big picture of what is possible. Okay. And what the different, um, what goes into these three buckets. And at the beginning I had said, um, you know, 
the thing that's nice about the DIY, the DIY, this slide's going to confuse me, the do it yourself, the done with you and the done for you, those categories is it doesn't matter how the tech changes. It doesn't matter what new platforms come out. None of that matters. You're still, it's the type of people that you're reaching rather than the type of service that you're offering. This M-A-S-T-E-R, we call it the master plan of influence is more about the types of services you're offering these three categories and where they might fit in. And it's really just big picture. We came up with this. I don't even remember what year it was, but it was a long, long time ago. Um, We kind of 2015 or 14. Gosh, that's so crazy to me. Um, we were sitting, we were sitting in the lobby of a hotel. We had um, been doing a workshop with a friend of ours and, um, and we were trying to map out what we had already been doing successfully. And this is what we came up with. Now we didn't have all these pieces in place when we mapped this out, but we understood that this covered the full spectrum. And that was really helpful for us in knowing what was next. So knowing the big picture, knowing everything that's possible can help you go, okay, I'm going to start with this M piece, this meet a need. We'll go through this in a second. Um, this, this beginning, this lead magnet, just finding a need and meeting it real easy. And eventually I'm going to get to this end to end service. You know, I want to be coaching or I want to be, um, taking people out fishing on groups. You know, I want to be providing a meal planning service where I'm doing all the work for them or, you know, maybe it's a subscription box where they actually get the food too, you know, whatever it is, I want to do that, but I'm going to start with the M piece because that's more tangible and easier for me to get to. And that's, you know, you can see where you can end up and what's possible. So uh, Ryan, do you want to go through this real quick? The, yeah. Let me go to the next slide actually. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So usually at the top, again, it's and feel guys, please know that this is not like you have to do all of these. You may not do all of these. You may never have an end to end service and may never have a done for you plan. You may have a done for you plan and never have a done with you plan. Maybe all you ever do in your business is doing it for somebody, but there might come a time where you're just like, I cannot do anymore. I cannot work any more than I'm already working. So how else can I bring revenue into my business? If I have a done for you type of service, well, that's, that's the information piece. Right. teaching other people how to do it, having a book, having a course, having a membership community. So the uh, at the very, very top is that meet and need piece. That's usually a lead magnet, a, a checklist. It could be a, an ebook. For me, it's my ebook streams of income. That is most my biggest lead magnets at the top of my page. And it's totally free. People can get the, the paperback version for like $7 plus shipping or it's free plus shipping. So it ends up being $7. Um, that just gets them into my universe. It gets them into my world where they start getting my emails and I just, it starts a relationship. I I'm just, it's like, imagine if you're dating somebody that's like, you know, uh, it's like the coffee, you know, the very first coffee where you're trying to feel each other out. They're learning from me. Do I, do I want to go further? And then that's usually very free and all the way down at the bottom, it, as you keep going, it gets more and more expensive because you're more involved in the process. So you have less handholding the top. You write an ebook and you do that once. You may never, ever meet the people that have read your ebook mm-hmm. or listened to your podcast. Down at the very bottom, though, those are those folks that you're doing one-on-one coaching with. You know them on a personal basis. Those are your, your people. Those are the people that know, like, trust you. They've bought everything that you offer. Um, and so, but there's a process. It's a funnel. That's why I call it a, an internet marketing funnel. And so at the top, you got the meet and need. That's the lead magnet. The A, the add value piece is like, you're just 
putting meat on those bones. So where, where your ebook was lacking, it didn't go into detail. A course goes a little bit deeper or add something new to it. That is uh, usually that's going to be the first paid thing. Your first paid mm-hmm. offer is the, usually the A piece. It doesn't have to be a course, but many times it is a course because it just builds off of that lead magnet. The S is that social piece, which could just be tacked on to a course. When you tack on a social piece to a course, you have a membership community, which is by mm-hmm. far my favorite mm-hmm. way to have a business because you have that monthly recurring revenue, which is down at the bottom, that recurring revenue piece. And you're getting to know people, you're learning their needs, you're assessing what, what do they need? What other, what other things do they need to be successful? And listening to that audience gives you the opportunity to serve them in other ways. So that social piece by far is um, my mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that could simply be a membership community. It could be a free Facebook group. Everybody who buys your course gets access to a free group or you could turn it into a full-fledged membership where you're charging monthly. That team, that could be live events, that could be coaching. Um, let's see, just uh, meetups. Jenny loves meet, going around the country and meeting up with people. Just any, especially when it's when you get to know those people on a one-on-one basis, that's where that that T level. So for a membership, it might mean, mastermind. you know, every yeah, mastermind group. So as you, let's say you have a membership group of people in the fishing niche, you may have your, your, your library of courses in that group. You have this, the, your free, your, your, sorry, your group that is attached to that membership. It could be a Facebook group. It could be circle. It could be mighty networks. And then you see, there's a lot of people that just need more. They need to go a little bit deeper with you. Um, they need a little bit extra help. That's where an accountability group could come in. A mastermind group could come in. That's the TP. So it's just another level of engagement where you may have a group of 500 people in your membership, but mm-hmm. you have 20 that are in a, right. in a more tight, intimate mastermind group with you. But that, please don't think you have to figure this all out at the beginning. You really don't at all. You, as you get engaged with people, no matter if that's a free Facebook group. In fact, your a free Facebook group could be the top. That could be your lead magnet. You could ha- have a free Facebook group that gets gathers people around that niche that you're interested in. Then from there, you can figure out what their needs are and go further. Yeah. So all this happens as a result of just, just listening to your audience. Mm-hmm. The EPC Indian services is just that done for you. We mentioned before any done for you type of service that might fit your niche would be that end to end service piece. Um, and then that recurring revenue could be any of the MASTE pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mastermind could be a recurring revenue. If you're charging monthly for a, a small mastermind group or charging for an accountability group or charging for a membership, um, just uh, you may, maybe your, your course, I guess, could be kind of recurring uh, if it's, you know, you're getting sales all the time, but what we think, what we truly mean by recurring revenue is that same person paying you monthly to, to right. get something. And uh, Jenny actually started there uh, years ago, that I recurring did. revenue from your, your garage sale lead group. Yep. My <laughs> newsletter it was a paid newsletter. Yep. $1.99 a month. <laughs> yep. But that was recurring revenue. And you it had 500, awesome. 500 people overnight that paid you yeah. and it ruined you for selling on eBay. It did. And that's not a bad thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. And one of the things that you kind of glossed over a little bit, but that we want to, if you guys know us, a lot of you guys know us. Um, if you don't know us, you're, this is really kind of core to how we do things. And I don't mean this in a way that is, um, that change that is poor quality, but we like to 
build the plane while we're flying it. And the reason that is, isn't because we're lazy or because we um, aren't sure that might be a part of it, but it's more that we want to confirm than that we're not sure. Um, It is because we are um, listening to our audience as we go. And what we've learned over the years, and we've got a lot of years behind us in building businesses. And what we've learned is that um, you guys have probably all heard this business is relationships. And when you can get involved with your people, I mean, Ryan's saying that S piece, that social piece is his favorite. It's mine too, because it's so valuable. I love learning about the people that I'm serving and hearing what their needs are, what are their joys? What are they excited about? And trying to figure out with their needs, how I can help, how I can serve them and help them get over hurdles. That brings me so much joy to be able to, to do that. And so but the, I can guess all day long, I could guess, and I might be right part of the time. But if I'm involved in a group and I'm listening to people, I'm learning what their needs are and I'm learning, oh, you know what? They really could use a checklist about this. And, and I, I know what I could put on that. I'll just you know, I'll put, get in Canva or I'll hire that out and I'll, you know, there's a lead magnet or I'm going to start creating a community around this. I'm seeing a need for this and I don't really see anybody serving that need. And so, you know, you just start getting answers from the people that you're trying to serve. And that's really, really powerful. And when you're building a plane while you're flying it, you get to build it the way that the people that are on the plane want Mm. it, want it to be. And so it allows you to pivot and to serve even better. You do the way that we teach how to create a course isn't the normal way. I think that most people learn, they learn, you know, you get your video, you've invested in all this like studio time or, you know, big lights and whatever it is, good cameras and everything. And you pre-record and then you hope people are going to show up. Well, we do it. We, we go in and we do live recordings so that we can refine our verbiage and make sure we're really connecting and getting, helping the people that we're looking to serve. If we if we put all this work into a course and then we go and promote it and we get nobody signing up, well, that's a bummer because we've invested a lot of time and money in, into something that wasn't even meeting our community. But if yes. we go in first and we start listening and learning and we think we have a good, you know, good idea for something and we outline it out and then we offer it and people don't sign up because maybe we missed it. It's not a big loss because we haven't invested much time a little bit because we've outlined and we know you know there's certain things that need to be done ahead of time but we're able to pivot or maybe we move forward on it because people are excited about it but it just kind of we're not we realized that we spent 45 minutes afterwards answering questions so clearly we missed the mark in what we were presenting so being able to do things on while you're in community with people really allows you to build as you're going. And there is so much value. It's not a lazy way to do things. It doesn't um, mean that it's lesser quality. It actually means what I've learned is that I think my audience sees me as being more authentic because I'm not quite as the as polished and distant. I'm more like right here. Hey, let's talk. Hey, what's the weather? Like where you're at? I want to hear where you're, you know, what, what, what's going on in your part of town. And, and there's community building there and it might be might it's just it's different but it allows this engagement that you don't have otherwise and and that is extremely that's like gold that relationship is absolutely gold business is relationship so again you don't have to start with everything all at once you start with what do you what are your people saying that they need or what are you thinking that they're needing and you kind of move from there mm-hmm. but this is like the bigger picture map yep. um so you can see all that's possible because 
there is so much that you can do in each one of these things, each one of these. And Ryan, you mentioned a bunch underneath, you know, like you said, um, for the tea, it was live events, coaching, mastermind. I mean, there's multiple offers under each one of these. Every single one of them is an income stream. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. From the same content. From the same content. That's presented so in a different way. Mm-hmm. And you're reaching people where they're at, either if they're a do-it-yourself type of a person, a done-with-you type of a person, mm-hmm. or a done-for-you. Um, you're reaching them where they are. Exactly. So this, I know we've both implemented this in our own businesses. We've helped other people implement this. This is usually where we start when we want to um, help people understand that they can, it, it really isn't difficult to, um, to leverage what you know, to leverage what you're interested in, what your skill set is, what your experiences are into multiple income streams. You really just need a map and maybe a little bit of guidance along the way to know how to figure out where to start and, and how to use that map. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.